0: There was a lot of decision questioning. You're like, hmm. Is this, like, is this a man, wise choice? muskie's
1: that fun? <laughs> Are my parents proud of me right now? <laughs> Welcome back, folks, to another exciting episode of the Today's Angler Podcast. I'm Lee Talkin, along with my great friend, Robbie. Yeah,
2: how's What's it going, up, guys? Robbie? Uh, it is snowing in the 715. Uh, I was out in yeah. the water yesterday. It was like 40 degrees. It was awesome. Hiked into, I don't know, what, a mile into the woods and I caught a a largemouth. <laughs> wow. Exciting stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Big day. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to be editing that one, but eh, we'll see. Ca- caught a couple of warmouth too, which was exciting. Um, But
1: <laughs> warmouth?
2: I know. Really? I, I couldn't even believe it. They were like freaking three, like two inches long.
1: They weren't like green sunfish?
2: Maybe. I don't know. I thought those two were the same. So, all right. Well, <laughs> well, we'll then there is a difference.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're at any great rate, sunfish. ice fishing has been much <clears throat> less than, than fruitful for us the past month. Let's say, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we apologize. We've been trying. Uh, however, uh, I guess we'll uh, do this. This is a uh, this is a lock and load, folks. So yeah. we'll, uh, uh, We're very excited today to bring you the story of the yeah, none other. I'll try that again. Uh, then Mr. Chris Willen, who, uh, those of you that have watched our channel, you know that we love fishing with Chris. Uh, Robbie, what are your thoughts on fishing? With Mr. <laughs> some Willen? of the most
2: fun I have had fishing is with Mr. Chris Willen. Uh, guys, if you have not done a float with him, you got to do it because it is just some of the most fun you'll have in a boat with uh, a pretty goofy guy. <laughs>
1: It's kind of so, right? <laughs> the river, the river fishing, uh, the float trips are without a doubt. The ones I look forward to the most personally for me, uh, they are the most fun, uh, casting at targets, short fishing and the fish in the river are just so unique. Uh, you know, the Northern Wisconsin greenbacks are just so cool to fish for. And we just love those <laughs> you, trips and
2: you literally float down and you're looking at all the different rocks and Wayland goes okay that's a good spot that's a good spot he knows it like the back of his hand it is just some of the most like uh you get out yeah i mean you launch at sunrise and then you get off whenever the float's done it's like feels like an hour's passed. it's just that entertaining can't beat it some
1: of the most satisfying musky fishing you will ever do no question yep so uh we're happy to have you chris how are you doing sir i'm doing great man uh
0: thanks so much for having me on guys and a little different than our usual gathers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not shoveling water right now. <laughs> shoveling
2: yeah, no just doubt. snow. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. snow. Frozen water. Frozen water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you been out crappy fishing or anything? I guess mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you about ice fishing.
0: Yeah, I went a little bit with Michael early and my buddy Tommy down the road. <laughs> yeah, but
2: uh, mm, not since of- we since we were out last.
0: Actually, dude, that's the last time we went when we went trout
2: fishing. Oh, gotcha. That's, that's the last time I've been out. I forgot yeah. about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I enjoy <laughs> it, but, but uh, yeah. that is not No, don't. no you don't. Stop lying. To <laughs> <us>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You'd rather be in Tennessee right now. <laughs> yeah, hey, this is the first winter that um, I haven't
0: been in Tennessee in uh, uh,
2: eight years. Has it been that long? Yep. So yeah. it's weird um in the last what two three years it's just been been pretty tough uh
0: last year with
1: covid
2: yeah
0: so right as uh things really start picking up down there we got hit with that and i had to uh, evacuate (laughs) decided that in a uh 26 foot camper in the middle of a boat factory parking lot was not where i wanted to ride out the pandemic yeah yep (laughs) i came home yep um, and then the year before that, we just got hit with crazy rains down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got more rain where I fish at in Tennessee. We had more rain than Seattle, Washington, which we is stopped. a uh, ridiculous statistic. statistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. But I miss it. I yeah. miss it down there. It's been a, um, I've been going on some trips and stuff, though. So, I mean, I'm getting mm-hmm. some musky fishing in, but yep. I, I definitely miss it. Lee, you know. I mean, when you stop. Oh, yeah. You, you, you traveled to guide uh when you kind of not i don't want to say give up on an area but when you say okay maybe i'm not going to do that yeah you yeah back and forth on your decision and Sorry. you're like oh you know you do miss those big fish and, and yeah like,
2: yeah what you is know, the what was, oh, go, what go, was Robbie. like the biggest fish that you've had in the boat in tennessee
0: uh i actually caught a really big one with a uh, guest that you guys just had on um i don't know oh yeah his will go before mine probably, so yeah. not a spoiler alert, but yeah. Holbert came down and we fished, and um, I got a spectacular muskie with him in the boat. Uh, that was really cool, and then we have caught a bunch of other ones that were right around that 50-inch mark also.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and these uh, things I are fat. Anything-
0: yeah, yeah, they're pre-spawn.
2: Right. So it- as big as you can <laughs> catch them, pretty much. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. Michael
0: came down last year, and he, uh, he got to to uh, experience some pretty awesome Tennessee fishing. Right. I think the biggest one he got was like 46. But wow, just, man, they're just like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Completely inhaled a uh, giant crankbait right at the boat in the yeah. figure eight. Like, gone. Like, first turn, and it was just like, came out of this It was just sick. And the yeah. rod just really doubled over, and we were in such a weird spot that I had to be on the tiller. Yeah, I couldn't use the electric motor.
1: So was, it was kind no, of... Kidding. Uh, it was cool. What a wrangle! Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> yeah, cool. Dang,
1: but yeah, well, folks, why don't we? Uh, yeah, let's. We're gonna take a dive into uh, the life of Chris Willen and what it actually uh, was like for him as a gypsy, uh, gypsy musky guide. Um, Not just with lakes, but with rivers. I mean, that's very yeah. interesting. Because <laughs> that's yeah, for sure. You can't just you know launch
2: your boat on a on a river and be like, well, okay. I mean, you got to float those rivers so many times. Yeah, you can't just look at a map, I should say. You know, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> There's no navionics,
0: yeah. Yeah, the, the map helps to a certain point, but right. not really. I mean, the, the, the best thing you can do is go out there and get eyes on it. And with the river, um, a lot of times the things are going a little bit quicker right. than you be doing it in the lake. So it's not like you can analyze a weed line for. Yeah, uh, extended period of time, it's kind of like, okay, right. when well, comes this riffle and this job, and it looks like that's the spot, and we got about four
2: casts. So. Until you're gone, and you're, never, you're not yeah. getting back to it yeah. that day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing, too, that's yeah. where right. you
1: can't come back on stuff. Yeah. So. You just got to fly, yeah. It's so, great. Chris, yeah. Uh, tell me, how old are you? And let's hear about uh, how you got started at this crazy thing.
0: I'm uh, 34, and uh, this is my 10th year of guiding full-time.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: kind of a cool milestone in yeah. my uh, career, I guess. That's um, and full-time. Where do you call home? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I live just south of Hayward. I, I live not too far from Robbie. So uh, northern Wisconsin is my home. And I've been up here for um, that amount of time, since 2011. Mm-hmm. I came up and and that's what I've been doing. Uh, kind of did a little bit of part-time stuff before that, but
1: yeah, nothing
2: yeah. serious. And then
0: just kind of made the leap. Yeah.
2: And, uh, you grew up in I, Illinois, right? Correct? Yep. Grew up in so how, Illinois. How did that uh, muskie addiction really hit you?
0: Um, so my uncle had a cabin in Eagle River. Okay. okay. So on the uh, the Tamarack Flowage. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, just, you know, being a little kid and going up there and staying at Uncle Bob's cabin. And, yeah, and, Uncle Bob's. You know, perfect name for it. Yeah, for
2: sure. For sure. Everyone's got an Uncle Bob.
0: Yeah. so you I know, don't. going to all the uh,
2: <laughs> I guess I don't either.
0: <laughs> resorts and bars and stuff, you see all the mounted muskies, right? When you're mm-hmm. a little kid and you're just completely
1: enthralled. Yeah, oh uh, yeah.
0: It's amazing. And then you know, when you're a little kid fishing off the dock for panfish and stuff, like I had seen muskies. I'd yeah. seen them by and i I got my dad somehow to buy me a, a bucktail when I was a kid. Yeah. And, you know, throwing it on the and stuff, Right, right. <laughs> it's not working out. But, you know, I'd see some muskies when I was a kid. So I was always just kind of like thought that they were amazing and sure. everything else. And then, you know, going What up lake,
1: there, uh, what dock were you fishing off of? What lake is this?
0: Just just the one in my my uncle's backyard. He lived on the, the flowage there. Mm-hmm. So it was wow. uh, just right there. And his neighbor was a really good muskie angler. He, and he had a bunch of mounts and
2: pictures everywhere. Yeah. You know, And I was always like, I want to go talk to him. I want to do that. <laughs> I think he knows what he's doing. When was so, the first musky though?
0: Uh, my first muskie wasn't until much later. I did. I yeah. had a really quite quite a struggle with catching them when I was younger. Yep. But then uh, later on, like the later middle school, early uh, early high school era is when I when I started really catching them. Sure. Gotcha. And uh, you know, it's hard when you're a kid. You know, it's not like riding your bike and going to catch largemouth. No. Stuff.
2: It's a whole different deal.
0: <laughs> muskies offshore and, yeah. and you know where I had my boat. I had a little boat when I was a kid, but it was on a lake that didn't have muskies. Sure. We had pike. So mm-hmm. I got tons and tons and tons of northern pike. Right.
2: No muskies until right. later. Didn't fill the void. <laughs> the musky <Yeah>. void. <laughs> Gosh. That's cool. Um so you finished out high school, went to college for a little bit. No college correct? for me No college. No. I thought you oh, gotcha. Oh, right on.
0: No, I went to went to work. Uh, just worked for a few years. Fished a lot. I, I had a job uh, right out of high school that I worked from one in the afternoon to nine thirty at night. Oh, so
2: you get to fish uh, in the mornings.
0: I fished nights a lot. Oh, gotcha. So, take the boat oh, to work. Go go and fish after that, or yeah. um, you know, just go meet my buddies. My buddy had a little toughy Esox mag. Mm-hmm. and uh you like a lot of us i you know i listened to herbie that's what he said he yeah. had too yeah and i think you, you had one didn't you
1: um no i never had a mag my you buddy didn't? had okay. one oh i had Lund pillars like robbie's now yeah. actually okay maybe i'm thinking of pete 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 had a yeah. mag yep and, that's and, true uh,
0: yeah you know this same yep. story kind of little little boat that's perfect for musty fishing and then even before that though, my buddy had a 14 foot tracker yeah. that we caught some pretty big muskies out of. That was ridiculous, yeah. you know. <laughs> Gosh, that's cool. You had, some, yeah, you, Illinois,
2: you had some special puddles in northern Illinois, to really. Yeah, get, yeah. So I yeah. also
0: had a nine and a half foot, uh, we called it the bathtub. Yep. It was a nine and a half foot uh bass tender. Yep. Which is like a plastic boat. That oh, I got funny. from a moving job. We moved this person and he had this boat and he wanted us to move like all of his appliances. And I was like, yeah, we're not moving that stuff. It's too, too big. And he's like, I'll give you guys this boat. Yep. So long story short, we moved all that stuff. Cause I was like, I know exactly where that boat's going. Right. <laughs> and we caught a ton of muskies out of that stupid boat, which was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, but cool. yeah. And
1: then, you know, made so the that boat. was like a no motor muskie lake or something.
0: Yeah, Electric motor sure mm. yep
1: yeah gotcha.
0: so uh with leech lake strain muskies and tiger muskies
2: how fun so
0: wow it was a lot of fun we had i mean I, i'm talking about a puddle yeah. this was a puddle right. and uh we would have we, we had some crazy days it was fun some 10 fish days and you know mixed bag stuff where you're catching tigers and you're catching leechers but a lot of times what i noticed out there which is interesting and take this for what it is but if you were catching a lot of tigers, you weren't catching the leechers, and if you were catching multiple leechers in a day, you probably weren't going to get a tiger.
2: Huh. And, and They're it was just—you
0: know—that we're talking about an ecosystem that is so small that shouldn't have as many big fish as it had.
2: Yeah, So well, it's not
0: the same as other places, but yep. in that particular situation, that was what what the uh, kind of the norm was was you were going to get one or the other. Holy cow! Do you have oh, any but-
1: pictures of these fish?
0: Tons, yeah, yeah, oh, that'd be cool. Cool, Some yeah, we'd like days. to see a couple. How, how big those. was the biggest tiger? Uh, so when I was fishing it, um, the biggest tiger that I ever caught was right over forty inches. Just, yep, just barely. Yep. Um, but we caught a ton of them in the three foot to like yeah, thirty range
2: in the nine foot um, boat. Gosh.
0: Yeah, the nine <laughs> nine four. Yeah, <laughs> that's was nice. cool. How about the
2: rod length? How about the leech fish?
0: <laughs> the leech fish got big. Yeah, they got big. They were up over 50 inches. Um, I wild. never landed one that big. I got a 48. Oh my um, but a <laughs> of my buddies got got some fish over 50. And then a yeah. good friend of mine um, that I just kind of had made from fishing the lake. He also lived on the lake. Yeah. And it seemed like every year he would get a 50 incher flipping Jeez. back jigs off his dock, just screwing around in the evening. Yeah. He would get a giant one off his dock. And he was a, pmtt guy so yeah. i mean he when he told me it was a 50 i was yeah like, it was
2: legit Yep. yeah you
0: know yeah. so he was cool his name was chris also but
2: mm-hmm.
0: um it was cool man you know and there's a big large mouth out there every once in a while you'd have a yeah mus- from grab your bass like we all have happen every Genius. once in a while when bass. Was from... it was a fun place to grow up and it was a fun place to uh you know musky fish and and stuff like that yeah really you
2: get your you know like just see spoiled. how good yeah spoiled but still spoiled. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then coming up here, um, I, I, started coming up here in 2011 with my buddy, Tim and learning the fly fishing for musky game. Sure. And that's really what kicked off my musky guiding and really got me to, uh, move everything, quit, quit my job, yeah. uh, and move up into a camper in the middle of the woods. I lived at a resort.
2: Not with just one guy though, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, at first, we had four <laughs> guys in a little trailer,
2: and uh, that was terrible. Yeah, and, uh, I can imagine. <laughs> Heat of summer, four dudes, and one little camper. <laughs> so,
0: it was a park home, so I guess, you know, you gotta. I got to class myself up a little bit. It wasn't like a pull-behind. It was a uh, yeah. semi-permanent.
2: Sure, uh, so there was a toilet at least. Wheel. Was there a shower in it?
0: There was a shower. We had wow. a shower at the uh, I
2: suppose at the, the park, yeah oh that's fun! yeah
0: so we did that for two years and then um kind of disbanded the, the the band there the clan then...
2: <laughs> the fly fishing were they all fly fishermen
0: we all were yeah
2: wow that's got that had to have been fun those couple years it was
0: Cool, <laughs> we caught a lot of fish man yeah
2: i can imagine
0: spent just so you guys
2: were all like you were doing like i don't know what some some trips here and there trying to build it and then just fishing everyone just fishing pretty much
0: to be honest with you the first couple of years of me being there i didn't guide very much yeah you know yep. maybe between 15 and 25 trips uh a, a season sure yep just the, barely the bare minimum yep. to have a couple dollars and and survive yeah so, well what, what
2: boat were you in then
0: um so i had a that was like right around the era where we got involved with toey boats
2: okay gotcha well
0: so i had a toey um hmm. i had the original um dude it was like in the teens of like hull, which yeah. which hull number
2: yeah sure and, um, no, i'm kidding
0: b- before that we had one even prior to the one that i bought all of us had one that we when we were working with one that was kind of a communal boat yep. That the guy from toey was like hey take this thing up to northern wisconsin and beat it up and and see what what happens in those rocky rivers and and, yep. and stuff and so we got to you know i i have to be honest he was a brave man for giving the group of guys that he did a boat and say beat it up because right. sure we did yeah i <laughs> bet we, we f- drug those it are like rough it, carried it places we put it places where you know, and and to be honest, you know, Todd at Toey is a very good friend of mine and he's heard all these stories before. Yeah. But in the beginning, it was like, well, shit, this isn't our boat, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: let's go. Let's give her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, send yeah. it and see what yeah.
1: happens. So right. we,
0: we did a lot of cool stuff with it and yeah. found out that that boat is incredibly durable. And, right. Uh, you That's know, cool. All of us. Now, at this point, all of us, but one guy in that original group, we all have
2: them. Have so Sure. Sure wow
0: kind of a cool thing to have up here it's you know like uh yeah
2: 10 year you know, relationship's cool
0: <laughs> everybody said this before in boats right there's no perfect boat there's no do-all boat there's no boat that's right everything, but but as far as a swiss army knife uh that thing you can do some cool stuff with. yeah you guys have been yep
2: yep no that know? is that is pretty sweet
0: so that's what we had man and then we had some drift boats too this mm-hmm. traditional western style dory yeah uh, you know you're not familiar with well you guys maybe have seen if you've seen some of the episodes yeah maybe, yep. but uh people watching but yeah just those man just that real simple boats no no nothing couple no, oars a couple, no hours,
2: couple seats <laughs> nothing man so, so <laughs> and Chris an anchor. <laughs>
1: tell, tell us about uh your first guide trip ever your first paying customer I always like to hear what oh, that's sure. like for for someone
0: oh, okay so I had a really I, I hung out with fishing guides uh, yeah. for all this. So I got to hear all theirs and, and everybody. And, uh, and so like the classic line, you know, how long have you been guiding? Uh. And it's my first trip. So my one buddy just said, look at your watch and say about five minutes and <laughs> just laugh and go. Yeah. <laughs> and hope it goes well. Sure enough. How long have you been guiding? About five minutes.
1: About five minutes. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are the guinea pigs. Yep.
0: uh, I have to be honest, though. Oh, that's uh, funny. Very blessed. Um, We did well. Yeah. We caught caught some muskies. It was a fly uh, fishing trip? Fly fishing? Yeah. Yep. Cool. You know, really the first few hundred something guide trips i ever did i never even guided conventional anglers yeah it was, uh, it was all except for the part-time you know piddly stuff before that but yeah but you know like really talking about guiding all the time and making a living doing it, it was all fly fishing for muskies
2: and what wow. what's the percentage of um people that have done it before to newbies on on fly trips
0: man within the last you know coming into my 10th year so i've had every everything on the spectrum yeah. from uh never casted a fly rod before
2: yeah oh that's and gotta be cool fun
0: to uh avid travel the world fly angler yep. never see musky before guy sure so and everything in between and honestly it's a crapshoot yeah you guys know what it's like musky guiding i never know what's going to happen or, right or what's what's uh what person's skill level is is going to be the what's you know what's right gonna be right. But I will tell you that a lot of times that the person that has the least amount of skill level, like just coming into it new, which there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. um, They do pretty well.
2: (laughs) All the time. It's amazing. The percentage of newbies, the muskie fishing, catching big fish is just unreal. (laughs) That's true. I don't know why, but it always seems that way.
0: And uh, his theory is that your odds of catching a big muskie are directly proportionate you the amount that you deserve. Yeah. You know, like if you haven't been putting in the 10, 12, 13 hour days for how many for the whole season and you haven't caught a big one. Yep. But you just show up and, and just, you, you're going to you're you're, you're get one. Yep. <laughs> just
1: parachute in and and roll a bit. Get the heck out of there. Gosh.
0: Pretty much, man. I mean, honestly, some of the biggest muskies that I've guided to have guys yeah were just, you know, showed up.
1: All right, Chris, I got a question for you. So all the fly guiding you've done, how many times have someone put a hook in you?
0: Uh, Not that much. Um, much. A few (laughs) few times for sure, but I have very specific rules when it comes to uh, how we are casting and where the flies are going. There is absolutely double zero casting the fly over me. Yeah. yeah. Never, Never, ever, ever. I don't care. How good you are! Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yep. So,
1: um,
0: I've taken more out of them, uh, out of clients, than I've taken out of myself. Oh wow! Sure. They hit themselves, uh, or yeah. uh, they hit their buddy. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to think they're standing up, right, and I'm sitting in the middle. Right. So the eyes are a little higher. Yeah.
2: So I, I I'm a uh, pretty expert at this, huh? Like the Matrix. I'm, I'm
0: slightly neo, like. <laughs> And I uh yeah. I can see when that's coming and I'm getting down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny.
1: I'm Sounds good. like risky business.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, we um a lot of times with the flies you are barbless. Sure. Yeah. Just because they inhale them they're neutrally buoyant. So when a muskie eats it, they really get it. Yeah. You know, they it, and <clears throat> they can get hooked pretty deep sometimes, so a lot of times with it we just run barbless and you hook comes right out no no problem to the fish at all right. and and really with flies if you give them anything as far as like non-constant pressure they can spit that fly a lot easier mm-hmm. so barbless, um you don't i don't think it hinders you sure. really okay. sure uh, occasionally i will say occasionally um in the summertime when they're crazy jumpy yeah that's yeah. probably probably not the best uh, rule <laughs> You know, a barb might help you out a little bit there.
1: So how many times have you been hooked? (laughs) You didn't answer. Yeah, just a handful. Just a handful. I've got my hat
0: stapled to my head a few times. (laughs) Yeah. And I've gotten hit in the shoulder before. Um, You know, nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Hmm. I had to take one out of a guy's cheek one time. That was a little dicey. That that wasn't too fun. That was just a bass fly. But um, two years ago, um, so I've got a couple guys, uh, some of the original crew, the original guys that we all lived together. Yeah. We all worked together in the fall and we have group trips and sure. stuff. So, uh, my buddy, Tim, long story short, but my buddy, Tim jumped in the boat with one of our mutual clients one day and Timmy buried a 5 spinner spinnerbait hook musky fly in his hand. Uh, like yeah, bad. Yeah. And, uh, that was probably the worst one that I've dealt with. Mm. Um, as far as burying a fly mm-hmm. in your hand, because coming. I mean, you got to think that fly is moving pretty right. quick when it's coming forward, and sure. and yeah, it was, it was terrible. Past the barb,
1: he was yeah. fishing a barb, and yeah, it was not not some surgery.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and you don't just go to shore and go to the doctor and get the thing out. No. You're, you got to no you're in the boat. The end. You're on
0: the weather, you know that particular float. We, that one's around nine miles. Sure. When did he get stick? When, stuck? Stuck. We were probably like a
2: mile and a half, maybe two miles oh, into the day. Oh, wow, so seven miles of yeah. foot. It, was he still rowing with it in him?
0: Oh, he was fishing. Oh, gotcha. I got it out. We got it out of him, and he fished the rest of the day.
2: Oh, jeez.
0: A little bandage. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. was attached to a, uh, which I'm sure has happened to both of you guys. I, I got attached to a four-footer on St. Clair. My buddy caught on a pounder and Uh, um was it bad bad or i went into my palm when i went to deal with it and um that one was the worst time i've ever been hooked it it went in and then just as fast as it went in the fish shook like crazy and ripped it back out
2: right and it was squirting that was gross (laughs) best best case scenario (laughs) though really to be connected any of of
0: us any of us you know i mean we've all you got to be prepared for that. Keep up on the uh, loop trick and yep.
1: uh, make sure you got cutters. Yeah. I've never had a musky hook in me. Oh, that's a terrible thing to say out loud. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> better not. Sorry. Solid.
1: That was loud. I, I sure have. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Ugh. Okay. So, so you're, you're up North. You're starting to run some trips now. You're getting, getting in the swing of things. Uh, yep. uh Tell us some more where do you where do you go from here
0: so yeah i got my own camper um living at a at a lodge there kind of working at the lodge doing like ground stuff to pay my my rent yeah and and fishing all the time and um doing some guide trips for sure and it was just like as you guys know northern wisconsin um whatever your your vein may be call it whether it's lakes or rivers Mm -hmm it's endless, you know, and there's, you know, it takes a lifetime to learn all this stuff. So it was just really gung ho, um, for the first few years, just, you know, foot on the gas pedal and just going every single day, fishing new water, fishing new stretches of river, learning as much accesses, you know, some of these rivers don't have like very well marked accesses. Sure. So you might spend a whole day driving
1: with a, a Clint's really
2: enthralled with you right now. Uh, he was looking at you. He's up on the table. I guess you guys oh, okay. can see this. Oh, I see.
1: Nope. No. Nope. Gotcha. Anyways. So
2: yeah, just, just
0: doing that stuff and, and, and guiding picked up, you know, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't always slow Yeah. and uh, you know, and you just learn your stretches and, and taking people out. And I got to say, I was, I was pretty lucky um, again, where I had really great customers to start out with
2: that wanted to keep you doing know? it.
0: Yeah, musky fly fishing was kind of a newer right. thing, yep. mainstream. By no means is it new. Like my buddy Larry's been doing it since the seventies. Yeah. yeah. But as far as like, you know, commercial people yeah. wanting to do it, um, and in the first few years, I, you know, I, I just can't. I mean, I, it was just such a good timing thing mm-hmm. because the the quality of anglers that I got in the very beginning was so high sure. that it made what I was doing a little bit easier. easier. Yeah because these guys came out and they were you know schooled fly fishermen and it wasn't like hey let me teach you how to cast it was like hey let me teach you where these fish are at sure. you know yeah. and, and they have to so it was awesome right. i mean it was You're, just i look back at it and i'm just like you lucky so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really that was you know i gotta say that was a part was
2: a hand that went that sure. like, dealt my way you could worry you know? about fishing and not The actual technique, which is sweet. Yeah.
0: And to be honest with you, my fly fishing was so limited. Like it was just two muskies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a little bit of steelhead, a little bit of smallmouth, a little bit of farm pond stuff, bluegills and largemouth and stuff like that. But like, as far as like trout and like being able to talk fly fishing, like bugs and things like that. Like I was (laughs) was like, Like, I remember one guy, this guy showed up. (laughs) And he showed up with a briefcase full of all these bugs in formaldehyde or whatever that were all, like, preserved. Yeah. And he's showing me all these bugs because he's this crazy trout guy and finally had to go listen to it. I don't
2: know. crap. It- <laughs> <Yep.
0: laughs> I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, yeah. I don't know what that is. Yep. You're talking about nice hooks that I've never even heard yep. of.
1: Like, you want to in- go musky fish? <laughs> Samples in formaldehyde, little jars dozens of them wow I was, the
0: whole i'm surprised was,
2: you aren't taking off into the woods
0: <laughs> yeah i'm in a hole putting lotion on my skin or yeah. Something, but yeah
1: so but no
0: <laughs> so i mean it, i i almost felt like a like slightly like of an imposter at sure. first you yeah. know Sure. all these fly guys and they come out and they're talking all this fly fish and stuff and my brain is just wired to muskies right. yep you know and that's the only correlation between throwing this string with feathers is because I saw those how those fish reacted to yeah. it and how good they ate it, yeah. And I was like, I need to get good at this, sure. And that's that's kind of how the whole fly fishing thing happened. It was just like it was a better tool in a lot of cases, it was a better tool for fishing rivers, yeah. you know. And 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 really, I said it just a second ago, but but I got to say it again how they ate it. Like the first time I saw a muskie eat a fly, I was just like,
2: yeah, that was whoa,
0: cool. like Gone. that fish was so pissed.
2: Yeah. Like it, it was fooled.
0: Yeah. You know, like yeah. it was completely fooled and it ate it like it would be eating a live minnow. <sighs> and I was just like, dude, this is, Predicting. this is neat. You yeah. know, yeah. For sure. the weightlessness
1: of the fly is unique. Huh. Well, it's motion
0: without movement. Right. So the yeah. fly is always moving, even if you're not moving. Right. Right and a lot of times you get bit on that pause right and even on the pause the fly is still undulating and kind yeah. of being weird Just they can't take it. right <laughs> uh-huh.
2: that is so interesting. you
0: know the fly the evolution of, of my fly angling it started right there with muskies yeah. and and um and everything else and and you know it was co- it was really cool I gotta tell you I missed a lot of the cool stuff Lee I missed malax. I missed all that really cool stuff that, that you guys got to be a part of. But I felt like I got to be a part of this kind of way. Um, beginning of fly angling for muskies. For sure. And I got to be on the forefront of that bike. Yeah, And it was like everywhere you went, muskies had not seen flies in a way that they were conditioned in any way. Yeah. Right. So, it was a new double, a double ten for you guys. It was a new double 10, right? Yeah. And, and, or an Eddie bait back in the yeah, day or, you know. Whatever. Yep. yep. Huh. Oh, did I lose you guys? Nope. No, nope, You're there. Well, I can't see you guys, but hopefully you can see me.
2: Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's we all can. good.
1: Yeah. Okay. We, nothing has changed here.
0: <laughs> good deal. Good deal. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, I'm guiding a blindfold on because I can't see anything. Right. But let's just keep going. Yep. Sounds good.
2: <laughs> uh, let's talk about maybe your first big fish on the fly like
0: oh sure um my first really really big one was uh actually hilarious I was uh fishing with a buddy of mine from up in Duluth was this in
2: 2011 and or when you just moved this up there? Was,
0: man I'd have to look back I mean we caught a bunch of really nice yeah. muskies uh in the beginning but like when you're talking like a fish in the four foot plus yeah, range f- um I didn't get one of those for the, for the first couple years I got a bunch of 40 40 to 45 inch fish, but not not
2: Um, that four foot class.
0: Yeah, my first really, really big one. Um, long, long story, but we were in a a borrowed boat. Uh, the guy whose boat it was was on a guide trip with one of our other buddies that was in front of us. We all had our own boats, but this guy just got this boat. He was all right. And he's like, I want you guys to row this and see what you think about it. And I was kind of like, dude, this is a, I don't want to take your new boat down our Rocky Rivers. But anyway, long story, we did. And, um, we got to a pool where actually I've you guys have been there with me before. Mm-hmm. I call it the Volkswagen Hole, yeah. and um, <laughs> he was like, "Hey, let me row for a little bit." And it's like halfway through the day. Yep. What kind of weather? He, he, sunny, sunny. He like, oh, cool. Nothing yeah. you would think would be like uh, a, a big fish day. <laughs> you know, yeah, today's the PB day, yeah. you know. And um, he he wanted to row, so I was like, "Yeah, go ahead." And we were coming into a spot and. And to be honest with you, at that time, that spot was a spot where I had seen fish and stuff like that, but I didn't know the, uh, the quality of that spot mm-hmm, at the time. Yet. Yep. Sure. And, um, long story short, I make a cast. I strip the fly in this massive muskies behind it. Uh, my buddy can't row <laughs> and we're leaving.
1: And yeah. I'm like,
0: no, 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 row, row, back row. And yeah. I'm figure eighting, figure eight. And then the fish is, is playing, yeah. you know, and. This on a fly? And,
2: and it, on a fly, so yeah. On a fly, oh boy.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and the fish takes off and I'm like, dude, that fish wanted to eat so badly. Yeah. Like we can catch that muskie, And so I switched with them and I got in the rower seat and I rowed us back up and I switched flies and then set them up to where he was going to be on the line. And I switched back and I got in the front to cast again. Yep. And so he's rowing and fish does the same thing. And, uh, I'm like, oh man, this fish, we're going to get it. Yeah. So da- daisy chain again, I row us back up, switch flies again, fish comes in. Derek's got a little bit better handle of the sticks this time. Yep. Fish comes in, doesn't eat. And then sits, goes off and then sits in the sand, like right in front of us. And I can see yeah. it just like oh my gosh i'm gonna catch this fish damn it you know and so i throw this cast and the current catches the line and the fly goes right in front of the fish and i mean the feathers had to just touch its nose you know because it and then i just twitched it really hard and the thing just went (laughs) (laughs) and i was like all right we got him. and i said and we're fighting the fish and Derek forgets in the excitement that he's in control. Yeah.
2: Right. He's the one. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I'm fighting this fish. Derek's going down and there's a rapid below us and, and he's headed towards it. And my fish is going the other direction. And I'm like, dude, you got to do this. You got to do that. And finally I just go, see ya. And I just jumped out.
2: Oh, my gosh. uh,
0: Slightly shallow river. Um, But (laughs) where that fish was holding. So here's a, here's a, 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 a tech tip or whatever you want to call yeah. it. To truly have a very big muskie in a river, in a shallow river like that, you have to have some sort of a basin, yep. right? Some sort of deep water adjacent to wherever this fish is at, yep. right? Well, how I found that basin <laughs> is I tried to walk through it.
1: So you're and, doing the doggy paddle with the rod.
0: So I got the, the rod and I'm stripping oh line God. and lines all over the river. Yeah. And I'm like up to my my shoulders in water or whatever yeah. and i get to the shore i'm completely soaked i land the fish derek had anchored the boat and swam over to me <laughs> and uh, we got some pictures of it and i actually cut my line my leader everything to the length of the fish because we didn't the boat was so far away yeah. oh my and uh God. we measured it that night and it was just over 50 inches and i never called that fish a 50 inch obviously because we didn't actually measure it it was like a cut line, yeah. Deal, sure. Yeah. But, but at that point, that was the was biggest like, muskie that I'd ever wow. caught on a fly, and I think that I'd ever caught, period. And um, oh, what a freak! It was, cool. What a, f- it
1: was a cool. Experience.
0: <laughs> you were you jumped out of a boat for it. I've jumped never heard of this story. That's <laughs> yeah, well, we were going the wrong direction, so <laughs> I wanted to go that way. He was going that way, and then yada yada yada. But then oh the gosh. next day, uh, I
2: could see that going bad yeah. so fast.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was. I mean you know yeah. miracle set another happen. another lucky situation
2: yeah.
0: wow and i remember the next day um i took derek to a different spot and he caught one bigger really wow yeah not necessarily longer but just like yeah thick so much fatter and bigger
2: it was just like well wow these are a couple good days no i kidding so was <laughs> like 2013 2014 12, 12 13 somewhere in there yeah How exciting Wow, you were probably so yeah. screwed at that point. Like, this is what I want to oh, do I mean, for the I mean, rest of my life. <laughs> <I>
0: never, <clears throat> never left. I mean, I went for the first couple of years of guiding up here. I would go back to where I grew up and I'd work um, in the winter time. Okay. And then yep. A couple of years of that, and then I just decided I was going to go guide elsewhere. Yeah. So I just went and guided in Tennessee. But yeah, yeah. I mean, once I made the decision to guide full time, I never
2: really looked back. Yeah. It was just like this, yeah, is, this is what we're doing. Hmm. That's cool. Uh,
1: yeah tell us some more about uh, what your schedule was those years as far as uh, you know Northern Wisco versus traveling um, and what sure. it took to uh, uh, to make that happen a little more about your trailer I know uh, I don't know if this is the trailer Robbie and I got to stay in
0: yeah so the, well, I had two yeah <laughs> uh, I had one that that I got up here in in Wisconsin that I bought from the lodge that I stayed at. Yep. And I was pretty sure that if I tried to hook that thing up to a truck and move it, that I wouldn't have a home anymore. And it would just fall apart. (laughs) So uh, that one stayed in Wisconsin. And uh, I got braver uh, a couple years later and actually moved it down closer to where I live now under the river. Mm. Um, but, But yeah, so that was a 1994 uh Gulf stream that I don't know if you guys remember it was like purple and pink and like kind of a faded uh sure. so it was very 80s that uh awesome. color scheme and that, that thing was great um I incredible. just remember the stickers all
1: over covered in stickers I'm pretty sure the stickers are the only reason it didn't fall apart when we moved <laughs> yeah, <used> it just- <laughs> I know we've got some video of that yeah, I know yeah, we can roll that yeah. here yeah.
0: none of the doors locked the plumbing didn't work uh, it leaked terribly yep. when it would rain, it had like pots and pans everywhere <laughs> collecting rainwater. Um, I can't remember how many times I, I had mice like run over me in the middle sure. of the night. Oh, yeah, and how many hundreds of mice I killed in traps.
2: Oh, I can imagine the mosquitoes,
1: uh, too, thing, in that
2: thing. Oh, my gosh!
0: Oh, yeah, it was terrible. But, but you know what? That thing was kick ass, yeah.
2: and uh, it got it allowed me to,
0: um do the things that I wanted to do. Yep. And actually looking back at that thing, uh I mean I had friends stay in that thing, family. I had uh a few uh music celebrities that came out to guide that actually stayed with me in that yeah. thing, which is actually ridiculous. Yeah. But uh but it was awesome. You it's know and matter. Thing, that thing was cool. It's all part and of Then experience. I had another one yeah that was in Tennessee that was just a little bit nicer mm-hmm. that uh, but that one got got uh this is a crazy story but that one got like i don't want to say broken into because they were animals so whatever Something <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: got it in there
2: but
0: <laughs> i drove i left here it was like november it was like right after thanksgiving yeah and i drove all the way down there i get down there at like midnight to the campsite where i had left my trailer with this amazing Older gentlemen, you know how the people in the South are just all just top notch, such great yeah. people. And um, long story short, I go in there and it smelled like a barn, and I was just like, "What happened to my <laughs> house?" You know, my <laughs> and, house stinks. And dude, everything was destroyed. Everything, oh,
1: man. So
0: uh, another, you know, trial and tribulation of uh, traveling musky guiding. But I basically unhooked my boat, unpacked enough stuff to where I could fit more stuff into there and drove my truck to Walmart, which was like 45 minutes from where i where I lived. Yeah. Spent hundreds of dollars on carpet cleaner, vacuum, Lysol, 1700 gallons of bleach. Yeah. And uh, just went back home and cleaned it till the, uh, till the sun came up. Sure. And for two days I had to sleep on, uh, the mattress was destroyed, everything was destroyed. And it was to the point where like, you had to soak it stuff with bleach to be even like comfortable being in there.
1: Wow.
0: So, bad. so for two days I slept on the linoleum section of flooring that was like, uh, in the kitchen. Part <laughs> yep. of the kitchen because I was pretty sure I scrubbed that to the point
1: where there it yeah.
0: there was a real game with it. Yeah. So how did
1: they get in they, and what do you think they were raccoons or what?
0: Yeah, raccoons probably, or 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 whatever. Some, but I mean, there was just some subspecies
1: stuff. of human. Who knows? You never know.
0: Crazy hill. Yeah, hill it could have been some
1: some sneaky hill person or something. You know, Must be guy, crackhead, or whatever mess mess.
0: <laughs> it was.
1: Yeah, it was ridiculous.
0: But I'll tell you one thing: when you live in a place like that, you don't spend a lot of time at home. Yeah. So. Uh, it just made you be in the boat more, right. you know, I was just in my boat in the mornings and, and stayed out there until, till night and went in the, the camper to sleep. Yeah. And that, was about
2: it. Right. <laughs> that is a good, good point.
1: So folks, you want to be a musky guide, a traveling muskie guide. There you go.
0: <laughs> and that was actually the good places where I lived because the, uh, the two different times I lived at the boat factory, the first time it was in like an abandoned Telly Till we had this little corner section of this like giant abandoned warehouse, right? <laughs> and uh Todd, who owns Toby, totally let me live there when I was going down there to guide. Yeah. As you know, Lee and, and Robbie, you guys both know when you first start guiding in a new area, it's not like you just show up and punch a clock and you got customers yeah, right yeah, away. Right? right. So I'm learning the area and I'm getting customers filtering in and dah-da-da-da-da. But I didn't have any, you know, I couldn't afford to buy another camper or, yeah. or anything like that. So I thought I was going to get this. is I, I honestly thought this is where it was going to end for me. Sure. Because um, that abandoned warehouse thing, like, it was scary. Sounds the, sketchy. Uh, the, 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 the fluorescent lights were constantly flickering, like, in this hallway to go to the bathroom. And every time I went to the bathroom, I was convinced that that little doll from Saw was going <laughs> to come with out. With
2: tricycle. <laughs>
0: And I'd be, like, hung by barbed wire by, like, my butt cheeks or something in the morning. It's going to be terrible. Right? So, like, you know, that was that was a couple years oh, of that, which gosh. was sketchy. Yeah. And then, so, and then another year, I lived in a different part of the factory when the factory moved. And I had a closet where I could stuff all my, like, bedding in, which I had, like, a sleeping mat that you'd use in, like, a tent yeah. and, like, a sleeping bag and a, a little blanket. And I had to be packed up and out of there by 7.15 every morning. And all my shit had to be stuffed (laughs) into this closet. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's living here. here. (laughs) Yeah, Nobody's living here, right. And then I would go fish. But the thing about Tennessee in the South is if you get rain, you're blown out. Sure. Sure.
1: You're not fishing.
0: If I'm not fishing, I literally would stay in this like 15 by 15 like lunch room that like I'd set up my little tie and vice and like tie flies and like eat <laughs> tony 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 tony. Like, I hope nobody comes in here today <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man
2: oh my god it was good it was good it was good oh yeah that'd be nerve-wracking
0: because like there was a lot of decision questioning you're like hmm is this like is this man, a wise choice
2: muskie's that fun
0: are my parents proud of me right now <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: but it was a wow. good time you know and a lot of fishing a lot of fishing i did i do a lot of fishing now obviously but i do a lot more guiding now than i do fishing and something that maybe if you've seen the episodes with these guys get people watching or whatever you guys know that i'm not fishing when these guys are when i'm guiding. Right, yeah so it's a little different than, than other other types of guiding where you get to fish a little bit right. with them. so uh so now i do a little bit less but so back then i i i I look back very fondly on those times because I got so much rod time. Then, sure. You know, I, compared to. I that, actually yeah. Got
2: to catch them. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Wow. But Yeah. Good times. Good times.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So you, your schedule was basically uh, after Thanksgiving, you would roll down to Tennessee.
0: Yep. After Thanksgiving, I'd stay down there all the way until they would spawn.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. And that was usually
0: end of March. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and then I'd come back up here or I'd stay down there and stripe. I remember I took you guys striper fishing. I think the first time we fished yep, Yeah, yep. and um, I'd stay down there and do some of that or do some screwing around or maybe go to the keys for a little bit and hang out and huh. do some saltwater yeah. fishing. How many years um, did you do
2: the smallmouth deal in the spring by St. Clair? And then
0: I, yeah. So then I started doing that. Not never on St. Clair. Well, the um, tribes, I, did right? on
2: the, I did it on the rivers. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So the here on river
0: and uh various other rivers yeah. you know the flint river which uh was very the, very much in the news you did the flint uh, for smallmouth yeah great smallmouth fishing and oh, wow. um <laughs> that was when that was all in the news yeah. so like i'd be taking people up there and they'd be like ah, is the boat gonna disappear underneath us <laughs> yeah yeah like that's the pipes not the actual river but you know right, anyway right, right, right. <laughs> so, so that was an interesting time to be doing that no kidding. i guided for a good friend of mine Mike Schultz yeah in um Ypsilanti Michigan which is right outside Ann Arbor Sure. and I did two seasons with them and when I lived there the first year I lived with Mike at his house and then uh with a buddy and then the next year I lived in the back of the fly shop oh nice so, <laughs> so we built some bunk beds and uh that was interesting I don't I don't quite remember that time as fondly as musky camper life sure <laughs> um yeah i was just live in security uh-huh. nobody stole nothing 24 <laughs> <24-7 laughs> <And>, uh,
2: 7 bodyguard
0: <laughs> yeah well that was interesting but but that was fun but you know what happened there was i love all those guys and and they're still my brothers and i fish with them all the time and yeah and and they can do everything like that but but the small mouth thing wasn't me man yeah you know and it wasn't like you know that's not why i loved fly fishing that wasn't why i was doing what i was doing and i was missing muskie opener up here yep. and i just finally said you know guys thank you so much for the opportunity right. But
2: i can go back to my musky. yeah yeah well it's mm-hmm. cool now is you'll you, 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 well i mean you can be running some uh smallmouth trips this april which is cool pre-spawn yeah. giants well,
0: <laughs> yeah last year we tried. last year was the first year it opened yeah. So April 1st, we started fishing and, um, it's that early, early cold, cold, cold yeah. water smallmouth stuff is, is, uh, is definitely right. There's a learning yep. curve. Yep. No, We're great. dialing it in, but I won't be guiding for it anytime yeah. soon. I don't quite have it quite sure. dialed in
2: yet. I yeah, know. That would be cool. There are some freaks in those
1: rivers. Gosh.
0: But right after that, like, you know, you get into May and yeah. in the beginning of May stuff like that, that's when smallmouth, I mean, pre-spawn smallmouth fishing, that is so fun. Yeah. Yeah, but just like right when it opens up, right when the rivers clear out of the ice mm-hmm. and everything, you know, we're just not even Pretty in there.
2: Cold. yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, you but I
0: did. You mentioned St. Clair when I lived there, I got to fish St. Clair at least once a week, uh, with a buddy of mine, uh, who guides out there now, yeah. my buddy Eric, and who's friends with Ducci and all those yep. guys that you guys know. And um, so I got to spend a lot of time fishing out there. Um, for early season smallmouth stuff, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have heard about how oh my, good that is. And then, yeah. and then yeah. the musky stuff, which, you know, I just, again, felt so grateful that mm-hmm. I got to uh, I got to do that. Now, I will say that when I was fishing there, I was fishing with a lot of flies. Yep. And I had a lot of butt kick days where sure. we didn't catch it, you know. So everybody was always like, oh, Lake St. Clair, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm. yeah, but <laughs> I, it's still hot." Yeah. You know, it, it can still be hard. It's not on. It's so, not on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you see your guys' videos and other guys' videos yeah. where the oh, fishing you, is incredible. 10 I, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, my last trip there, we, we had some really good fishing. My personal best muskies out of yeah, that lake. Yeah. But uh, but some days it's but You were able muskies. to
2: fish it during those crazy number days, those fall when that spot used to be good. What? what how many did you catch that day? 20? 20... 30. 30. <laughs> 30 muskies
0: in one 30 day. 30 muskies. <laughs> We Went 30 for 38,
2: <laughs> stupid, wow. casting. yeah.
0: And then we uh, we would have caught more, but we had to tow your buddy in. We. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Which buddy <laughs> our, is our, this? Our mutual friends ran out of gas, and we had oh to, no, I, I, won't shame him. I won't shame him on here, but we uh, so we we, we would have caught more, but we figured yeah. you know, the musky guys are shining on yeah. us. We, we got to do the Samaritan thing to get back on the good graces here yep. because we just you know, Pounded, them. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it was fun, man. We didn't get anything super big, I think. Uh Well, that's not true. I mean, you know, 46 inches is a yeah, big muskie. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a big muskie, but we caught a bunch of them in that, like, 40 to 42, 43-inch yeah, range. Just and just fun. It was the most, like, bass fishing I've ever had muskie right. fishing.
2: <laughs> hey, just things are happening. Oh
0: we stopped netting them. We were just like, ah, just unhook Yeah. Them. Like, great. Get, get
1: rid of it and cast them. We and got catch got another got enough one. pictures. It's <laughs> a good problem yeah
2: that's cool
0: yeah it was interesting it was interesting so that was cool and then um that was in november when we had that crazy day and then i went back in december like uh, a week and a half or two weeks later and that's when we got the 50 the 43 the 53 and a half Mm. and then the small one in the day so that was stupid which the 53 and a half is my biggest one yeah it was um
1: do we have a picture of that
0: i do somewhere um i (laughs) don't i don't remember the dimensions on it i think it was like 23 or sure. something yeah yep it was big big one
2: absolutely cool. <laughs> oh,
0: especially because i was so like uh lucky you know we had we had a couple guys out there that that gave us a little bit of pointers on where to go yep.
2: yeah
0: that yep. and we kind of kind of got lucky it's cool
2: Guys,
1: gotcha.
2: <laughs> oh that's fun stuff so tell us
1: about a, a typical day float trip with you, uh, up in Northern Wisco. Typical like, float trip, what time? Uh, we
0: get up there pretty early. Um, you know, I, I, sometimes leave it up to people if they, you know, either are on vacation or whatever, and they don't, depending on what kind of customer it is, you know, if they're yeah. diehard fishing, we are getting out there early. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: And, um, <clears throat> I'll fish usually as long as uh, people want to. Yep. The only thing is, is that the river is only so long, right? Right. right. So, you get on an eight-hour float, then that's what it takes to get to the end. You yeah. know, is, is the hours, but so so that's kind of what your what what your time frame is. You're looking at anywhere from between like eight and ten hours on on the river uh, for a full day, and anywhere between seven and twelve miles, depending on the section of river that we're going to, and yeah. a lot of spots just know that you're going to be doing a lot of you casting and casting
2: aren't. at muskies it's just a matter are they going to be playing at that time when you're on that river <laughs> it's so yeah cool.
0: you guys know yeah. i don't i'm not i'm not a, i don't give a lot of breaks yeah yep,
2: you know? yep.
1: so no.
0: we're moving along at a good clip and um and you you got to cast that spots as we're going by them because like we talked about earlier you can't go back to no. them so yeah um Certain times of year the fish are in certain spots, and certain times of year mm-hmm. the fish are in other spots. It's just like lake fishing, right? Uh, where the fish move around and stuff like that. So depending on the time of year, you might be cruising for a half a mile. I might just be rowing like crazy to get to that next spot. So you have time to eat a sandwich or something, something like yeah. that. But you're casting. It's a lot of casting. Yep. A lot of targets. And this isn't like blind cast, like
2: yeah, you know, right. uh, drifting a weed bed, everywhere. yeah, whatever.
0: Like, no, you got to get it within, you know, a foot or two feet of the bank of that rock, of that underhanging log, of this yep. or of that, or so it's a little trick, right. you know. You kind of gotta, um, you gotta be on your game a little bit. And obviously, we go get stuff out of the trees all yeah. the time, but but um, right.
2: I, I know I have. It's fun. <laughs>
0: It's, it's it's a lot of fun and it's a little bit more testing what you're you're capable yep. of. I will say that it takes a little bit more of a seasoned caster to really have a phenomenal day on the river because yep. um, you got to hit the spots. You know, yep.
1: they're so small.
0: It actually only takes a four foot place to hold a four foot fish.
2: Right. So that's amazing. Um,
0: you know, and you got to get it by their head and and uh, you know we had. One of the bigger muskies that we caught last year was right at that four foot mark. And it was in July, which was cool on a fly. And, um, that fish came in and it was in such a small spot, like just a pocket Mm -hmm. behind a rock in swift water. And he casted to it one strip of the fly and the water just erupted Uh. and the fish was chasing it. And it was just like, I, I mean, you have got to be completely dead yeah to not almost be dead when that
1: happens
0: (laughs) because it's just like everything happens in such a small area yeah fish didn't eat it he put it back in there the fish ate it immediately giant crazy fight in fast water which if you haven't caught muskies in heavy current yet
2: yeah it's a different different ball game yeah
0: yeah it's so cool they get into that current and they'll go fast downstream and then it's absolutely mind-blowing how fast they go upstream sure and, sure and i'm rowing and doing everything i can do to keep us in a spot yeah. and that fish goes upstream
2: like it's no reason and it's, on a, and it's on a hook like <laughs> yeah
0: and you're like spinning the boat and avoiding the rocks you yeah. know i mean it's it's cool and it's very no. uh it's very unique and if you're just used to lake fishing all the time it'll be
2: something that you you won't see. No, absolutely it's a treat it is absolutely oh, gosh it's so much fun oh I'm so. Well, excited. I know
1: one one of the, my all time favorite catches of my life was that uh, I don't know, I know 47, 48 incher uh, I got yeah, with you uh, on me. the on the Leviathan. I mean that that was a river uh, rat. That thing had been there forever. Just a you know beautifully old, beat up, weathered. Wonderful greenback muskie that uh, hit that bait. The footage of that fish, yeah. obviously, we'll have to roll that right now because, I mean, I was, I was ecstatic. I was shaking. I was in the look on Chris's face when he <laughs> put that thing in the bag <laughs> is priceless, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh my bad. gosh, <laughs> one of my favorite game. shows. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, that was
0: incredible. That was so fun. We caught five that day, which is, you know, that's a incredible muskie day wherever you go. Yeah. But, yep. Uh, in the river that's a really good day Um, and we caught some nice fish that day too but what was crazy about that is we caught one that was I remember you caught one of the maybe the first the second one I don't remember but it was like maybe 30 inches you know just a little guy yeah Yeah. and then we we kind of got the whole spectrum you know we got everything from that to a three-footer to a 40-incher to a low 40s to that big giant
1: yeah right
0: yeah all year classes that was, yeah our rivers are pretty healthy in that regard and uh that's definitely a day too that i'll never forget that know. was so fun
2: those are all natural Man. muskies so cool yeah Oh, so well, like remember uh this last spring with heidi when we were out of the boat and that little guy was just chilling there in the grass it's just this big like, oh my gosh it's the cutest muskie
0: <laughs> we're taking picture of of heidi's
1: muskie yeah. and i'm like look at that muskie <laughs> little baby one huh yeah.
2: Yeah, I've never That's seen cool. that before. Yeah, that was actually. the first yeah. day on the river with the swim bait. That was cool.
1: That's oh, true. Yeah.
2: Magic yeah. Yep. swim. Yep. So yeah, Some.
1: and there was another one. what well, that one you got Robbie oh, on the was, swim. That was too. that
2: was an awesome day too. Yeah. i trying to remember that was a week later or two yeah, weeks later. Yep. Just about. Yeah. That was a cool looking fish. Those river fish. robbie
1: you know? Robbie just, sending me these pictures of fish eating this bait, and I hadn't even had a chance to right, really put it through it. the ringer yeah. yet. Oh man, I was so jealous. That was so cool <laughs> to hear fish being caught on a new bait is always exciting, yeah. of course.
0: As soon as I saw that thing, I was like, Oh, that's gonna be a river murder. Because mm. it's it runs so nice over those rocks and everything. It was right. just like, oh,
2: put that. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for yeah you. that yeah. the
1: fish was fooled that one that you caught Robbie absolutely oh, healed that thing although
2: that thing probably needed a meal <laughs> even though there's like there's suckers oh, are all sometimes. over
0: yeah there's so much bait right there and we've been fishing for about 45 seconds
2: yeah <laughs> boom <laughs> nothing like... oh that was a cool day
0: Robbie's like you think we can put the boat in here I'm like we're gonna we're try, try. <laughs> and we did <laughs> yeah only a little bit of electrical ripoff came off the bottom of my my trailer. Just a couple wires got ripped
2: off. It was (laughs) fine. No big deal. (laughs) So So tell us uh,
1: a little more, a few of the challenges uh, guiding uh, waters such as those. Obviously the casting thing is is paramount, but... Casting,
0: um, boat control is really important. Uh, That's my my problem though, not yours. And then, um, you know, the other thing too is you really this is going to sound silly, but, it, but you have to be on it. You have to be on it all the time. You have to, you have to kind of have the, I call it the pulse. You have to be you have, to have your finger on the pulse all the time because like when we're puddle hopping or lake hopping and stuff like that, like I can go fish a lake for four hours and go, Hey man, this one's not going, let's go put her on the trailer and go someplace mm-hmm. else. But I can't do that in the river. Yeah. Like right. Once I'm permitted, my shuttles run, And there's a lot of moving parts to it. Like I have to somehow figure out how to get my truck and trailer to the bottom. Yep. So whether that's, you know, my customer that day doing a shuttle with me real quick and leaving my boat in the water or having one of my, um, shuttle friends come and, come and do that for me. So it's just logistically a little bit more challenging than, than maybe doing a Lake day. Yep. Um, and you just, you gotta be really confident in your program and you, you can't, um, you know, like you can never go into a day and say, hey, I'm throwing bucktails all day. They're yep. going to bite a bucktail. Whether they're mm-hmm. going to bite a bucktail or not, I'm going to make them eat a bucktail, yeah. right? No. Okay, there's something to be said for that, but, but that's probably not the best way that you're going to put fish yeah. in the boat regularly. You know, you need to let them tell you what they're going to eat. Yep. And so with the river thing, if I'm going from A to B, that's where I'm going that day. And, I, and once I'm on it, I don't have anywhere else yep. to go. So I have to stick to my guns and stick to the plan and be diligent and like, okay, we're finding them in shallow wood. Yep. We're gonna keep pounding shallow wood, but in between those shallow wood spots, we're gonna look in these rapidy, kind of swifter water because yep. it's July and that's where they're at, you know, or, or, or whatever. Rocks, so, yeah. Like, you know, there's there's always gonna be that population of muskies in your area right yeah. in that stretch of river it's just where they're gonna be and so some days you kind of have to pick it apart a little bit more than well, what
2: i find super fun fishing with chris it's like all right so this section of the river you're gonna be throwing a bucktail you get to the next spot chris will be like get on a top water get on top water get to the next spot all right throw a medusa like it's, it's just so fun because you got different yep. tools for different spots and it's just changing right multiple times in a day which you'll really not get you know I mean lake fishing it's just it's just cool (laughs) yeah like you
0: know sometimes we're catching muskies in nine ten inches of water and you're like you're you're cast up there really and it's like if the water covers their back they could be there
2: like uh gosh that one early float we did um with with lee and uh we're going to that rapid spot and we just hear that boil uh, on the shore yeah i guess that was it on mini yeah mini boiler right Mini boiler cast it back there and the thing ate it instantly just like oh it's just they don't do that on lakes a lot of times (laughs)
0: we get that we caught five or seven that day too
2: yeah gosh that was was fun fun. yeah Yeah, the thing i find
1: interesting about the river fishing is that once once you hit that first fish you really got to take a look at that spot and analyze what kind of spot it is what was the depth? What was the current situation? Uh, wood, rock—you uh, know—you really pay attention to what that is. And as soon as you start duplicating that, it's like everything just falls into place mm-hmm. it seems.
0: Yeah, and and two of the things that go into that that are really important is water temperature and water level. Yeah. With, with, okay. Those are the two things that you're going to have to pay attention to as a river angler to have to have success. So if you have a really good day on the river. It's imperative that you go home and go, okay, the water level was this, yep. you know, or, you know, the temperature was, you know, 54 and a half degrees or whatever. And, and you, and you're like, okay, well, that's this and this and that, and, and, you know, whatever, and, and put the pieces together a little bit more. And, and with lakes, temperature is obviously a big deal, but level isn't something that you're going to
2: think about yeah, very not, often. Not often. Yeah, for sure. True. So, yeah, it's a lot of homework. Different piece of the puzzle. (laughs) It's always entertaining, though. Gosh.
0: (laughs) And another thing that I try to do that I encourage everybody to do with this smaller river game is to move around a lot. Mm -hmm. If you constantly are fishing the same stretch in the same area all the time, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's bad for the fish, bad for you because you're going to catch less fish. Um, and, and the more that you diversify your stomping grounds or whatever, you're, you're going to, you're going to have fun. more continued yeah. success and have more fun. you know. And it's, I mean, geez, it's, it's, I mean, that's part of the cool thing about all this is the adventure right. and the ex- exploration part of it is, is going and going, okay, well, Hey, we caught fish over here. We know there's fish over there, but let's go check
1: over here it because be
2: <laughs> you never know. Yeah. No, yeah. The funny.
1: variety, I recall fishing with, uh, Brent Perky down in, uh, Virginia. And it was like, well, we're gonna float this stretch today. We're gonna float this stretch tomorrow, and it was always different. And he liked to mix it up, like you just said. Yeah,
2: just don't harass.
1: It's, them
0: it's Im- so imperative when it comes to to musky fishing and rivers. And actually, you know what? It's it's um, you know, ethically, it's, it's a good idea too. So you're not beating up on the same ones all the time. Right. We talked about this a little bit earlier. I think we were before the camera was rolling, but um. You know, I've caught the same really big trophy muskie three different times. Three, you know, once was in a, in August. Yeah. Then that year in October, we caught it again. And then the year later in October, we caught that same fish again. And every single time it was in a completely different spot. So, you know, safe handling and 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 all that stuff, Super catch cool. and releases, you know.
1: How big is a fish?
0: So the first time I caught it in August uh, – I can't, it's behind me on the wall, but I can't see my my deal here, yeah. but um, to point at it. Well, but it, have, I'll have you send it to August, me. Yeah, in August, it was 49 inches and it ate a double 10 bucktail. <laughs> and it was insane. Okay, this thing jumped, it pulled so hard. My customer, Bernie, was in the front of my yeah. boat. And I remember being like, Bernie, you got to pull on that thing, and him just going, I can't, I can't. can't. <laughs> you
2: know?
0: And this thing was just – it was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. It was one of the coolest musky fights I've seen and bagged it. The, the bucktail, we've all seen this before, uh, was in a complete U. Sir. yeah. Just like one of those crazy fights. Had to cut the hooks out of it. Yep. And um, measured it on the bump board, 49 inches. <sighs> Bernie, who has a place in the turtle flambeau flowage, he's a retired guy. He's been fishing up here his entire life. That's the second biggest musky he's ever caught. Yeah. Uh, the first biggest one he caught down in Tennessee where we fished down there and it was a half an inch bigger and probably uh, it was a winter pre-spawn yeah, junk. yeah you know 10 pounds out here right, I don't right, know. Right. But, uh, anyway, but this one fought so much better, sure. you know incredible fish and we let it go got a beautiful release video everything's good. Fast forward to that year in October and I was guiding a guy also from Chicago. Bernie's from Chicago, this guy's from Chicago and Asher is throwing a fly rod and he catches it. And it's so much fatter. Yeah. And we were miles down the river. And uh, and he catches it and it's 48 and a half inches, but like just giant a tough.
2: Yeah. You know?
0: (laughs) And I didn't even realize it was the same fish because it looked so different, I'm sure. Because of the difference in girth, I was like, this thing's a brute, you know? So we let that one go. It took me weeks uh before i realized that it was the same fish oh sure yeah comparing pictures and and yada 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 and i'm like oh wow that's cool so fast forward to that next october so a complete full year later almost to the day because asher's back in my boat asher the guy from chicago who's who caught it on the fly in october previous year asher's back in my boat we're joking around about him catching that giant giant muskie the year before and how amazing it was and uh you know, reminiscing or whatever. And, and we joke around about him catching it again. Cause yeah, obviously I told him that it was a recapture yeah. and, uh, we go into this spot. He throws this walleye colored fly up into this really cool corner. There's a really little boil that comes up Yeah, and I'm keep moving it, keep moving it. And all of a sudden there's a much larger boil and mm-hmm. fish is on. And I'm like, Oh dude, that looked like a substantial water movement. Yeah. Like yeah. that this is gonna be a big must. Yep. And we fight it, water's really, really dirty. We fight it, we get it up, and I see it and I immediately think, you know, like we all do this, yeah, right? Yeah, you see
2: a 48 with their yeah.
0: fish, and you're like, ooh, that might be. Yep, yep. And it's knocking, you know? yeah. So in my head, I'm thinking holy shit this guy got a 48 and a half well, inch 50, yeah. and he's about to get a 50 <laughs> incher on the fly like this guy has got the she's going to buy all the lottery tickets after we get yeah. off the river today yeah. so we land the fish and he's beside himself uh slight two second backstory he's got almost a completely unfunctioning wrist sure because he had a skateboard accident and he had this crazy fracture. He's got this giant brace yeah. on. And if you've never casted a musky fly rod before, uh, it's difficult. And I can just tell you, it's all not right? Don't want to do it with a fractured yeah. wrist. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. You know, so this guy's in pain. Yeah. And uh, wow. and he's fishing through it and he catches this giant fish. And and I'm just like, dude, it's so big. You know, again Unreal. in October musky is huge.
2: Yeah just the whales and
0: as soon as I picked it up out of the bag and I laid it on the bump board, I saw the features, sure. you know, that I knew yeah. from the previous. And I was like, dude, this one. is your fish. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, no, it's, like, it's your fish. <laughs> this is your fish, dude. And uh, it was incredible. Yeah. You know, but it just, it just shows you. River. Yeah. Same river. Um, same
2: length. Like, 48 and a half? Oh, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, 48 and a half, didn't grow, yeah.
2: um, but totally healthy. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, what I will say is that it had some fin wounds mm. um, the, since the very first time we caught it, that first October. Yeah. Um, I'll send you the picture. You guys will see it. There's the, the, the anal fin and then the top fin have chunks missing out of it, right? Mm. Yeah. And then, uh, spawn or, or possibly another that, thing that, that we discuss a lot in the river is otter predation. Oh, um, wow. Really? So that's another topic, but, but that does happen. 100% I'll argue with anybody as long as they want to, I'm out there enough. I guarantee you that happens. Okay. Hmm. Sure. So that, that's a, that's a thing that could have happened to this fish or spawning stars, yada, yada, yada. But it was incredible how well they had healed. Sure. Okay. And, and how healthy the fish looked. And you know, you guys have been in the boat with me. Every, anybody that's been in the boat with me knows that I'm pretty cautious with the muskies, oh, yeah. and we don't hear a ton of yep. them, You know, unless they're they're really big. But that type, that size fish, you gotta
2: you gotta, gotta see. You, know, yeah. you, you got no doubt.
0: And especially after I knew it was the same one, I'm like, I gotta see if it changes. Yeah, yeah. You know? right. Oh yeah. So, Very so quick, quick bump, and Asher had waders on. I put we put them in the river, so all the pictures. Fish is just you know enormous or whatever, and obviously that's not applicable for a lot of people because when you're in a big giant boat in a lake, you're not going to do that. Yeah. But I, I urge you in the river, just you know, anyway, be as careful as you can with these things because it's not a lot of them. Fish. I
2: mean, there is, but there isn't. It's natural.
0: There is, there is yeah. and <laughs> that, that fish is, jerks. you know, you guys are big on that right now, and everybody should. Be. Yeah. You want that fish to reproduce, right. no doubt. And not only that, but that fish is an eater. Yeah, I want you know that fish made Asher's day. Two different trips. It made Bernie's trip a different. It made sign. your that's year how many life.
2: times? <laughs> two times. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: incredible. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like you know those fish are just so special, and you can talk about it all you want, but but you know we we as musky anglers do covet these things, yep. and it's important to remember that when when we actually do get to put our hands yep. on them, is that as careful you know, as possible, no doubt. They can come back, man. Three times in the boat with a fish uh, that size. That's so awesome! You guys know if you fish northern Wisconsin, you get anything over forty-eight inches. Oh, it's that's a your your is okay. yeah. pretty
2: much made. I mean, it's tough to do. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah. And so, I
0: mean, and truthfully, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere you go, four footers are nice. Yeah. Basket. Yeah.
2: No, for sure. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, well.
0: Well, so that's pretty cool. And we've had a couple other recaptures yeah.
2: uh, throughout the years. But you nothing know, that. That uh, crazy. I'm sure. <laughs>
0: But yeah, that's that. As Takes far the as those stories, the
2: oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> wow. I don't know how much more we ever want to do here. I mean, we're pretty much we got it. That was cool. Little little history about Mr. Chris Whalen, how we started this crazy thing. Ten years—that's yeah. super cool. <laughs> yeah, man, oh, guys. I'm trying to remember
1: uh, how we kind of uh, got to fish together. i you know, I'm. Oh sure, yeah. I have a hard time remembering everything. I. I know I spoke with you one time at the Chicago muskie show yeah, and I that was maybe that. that's, that's for the first time I remember talking to you, mm-hmm. but, uh, not
0: to, not to, you know, date you Gramps, but you know,
1: that was, <laughs> Hey, I'll fess <laughs> up to it.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I've, I've known Lee since high school. And then you guys started doing the TA stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think you guys were coming back from the keys or yeah. something. And I was, you know, swing through Tennessee, let's do some fishing. And, we talked about this before, but classic southern musky fishing fashion. It rained, yeah. and uh, we didn't, didn't, yeah, we didn't get the musky fish. We, we <clears throat> excuse me, went striper fishing. And we didn't catch yep. any. Um, <laughs> and then I think we went musky fishing up here. I, I got got you on a float, and I don't think we did too well. Uh, and then I think the third one we did really well. Yeah,
2: third one was the the big day. Yeah, yep.
0: Yeah, and then. Um, kind of ever since then I don't want to jinx us but pretty much a fish a trip or more we've been having some really good trips no together doubt. and then uh, the trips this year where with you uh Robbie and um and Michael we had some pretty yeah, fun days no doubt gosh Ugh. what we can do
1: folks is uh we if you're watching this on YouTube you can uh we'll put some links of uh some of the videos we've done with Chris and you can kind of rewatch those yeah. or if you haven't seen them yet or whatever um that's that's a good incentive to get up there and go fish with chris because you will never forget it that i can promise no. it's
2: just like the, the picture taking still uh skills of chris like some of the coolest images uh in musky yeah. fishing have come from chris Willens' boat which is you know super cool well, i appreciate yeah. that no i mean it seems like awesome. the fly
1: guys the fly guys as a whole are just that much more into, into it yeah you know yeah. I don't know. That's well, We catch less
0: fish than you guys. We got more time to think about how we're going to set up. The <laughs>
2: There's a lot of time rolling. <laughs> no doubt. No, it is cool though. I mean, gosh, you can't, you can't beat that. Yeah. But, um, and
0: then, you know, we've been talking about a lot of fly fishing, but I do a lot of regular fishing yeah, too. You yeah. Know, with yeah. Boa. Yeah. You so certainly don't have to guys. just go
1: fly fishing.
0: No. In my personal life, I will say that, you know, when, when I first got the fly bug, I did mostly that. But in the last couple of years, I I really do whatever the conditions yeah. uh, call for. Yeah. Um, in my personal fishing, so if I think like, oh man, today is a day where fly could be, they are going to be biting a fly. I'm going to do that. But if they're going to be biting a water chopper, I'm throwing I'm a water go. chopper. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I, I enjoy that. <laughs> no. That's the cool thing about Willen. I mean, he just he thinks his fly is. Just another tool to your arsenal, which is something that oh, know, yeah. would be cool to learn. But I have no idea how to do. Um, you know, I urge every musky angler that just,
0: just, just on this one thing mm. is just how well they eat a fly in certain situations. Yeah, that it behooves you so much to just have that in your quiver yep. to sure. be able to go. Hey, man, I moved this fish two times. On, let's go on back bucktail, on it with a fly glider, and it won't eat and now i can hang this fly in its face and you know it could happen must yeah. be knows, whether it's one or a dozen more fish in a season everybody wants more yeah, yeah, you know absolutely and i can almost guarantee you that if you add the fly to your arsenal of of you know stuff then you will have an opportunity to put more fish in the boat for yourself.
2: You know it's cool. Yeah,
0: it doesn't I believe have that. Be, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be this lifestyle thing. You right. don't need you don't, to like <laughs>
2: um, You don't need a
0: I like it's, it.
1: <laughs> that's funny. I you like it. Can yeah. be,
0: you can just have a My fly ride. Ride. And you
2: don't have to be a fly guy.
0: <laughs> I promise you you don't have to get a funny hat or a vest. <laughs> or you don't have to watch any specific movie, or know any special crazy knots, or be able to do a headstand. You don't like, have
1: to have a bug collection uh, in formaldehyde no. that you bring to the <laughs> lake don't. or the river to see what's happening oh, right now. Gosh, that's funny. Living
0: proof, man. I, I'm the the most uh, non trouty fly guy right. yeah, around. person <laughs> that you might know, and and I still love fly fishing.
2: Yeah. you yeah. know,
0: and, and it, it's a passion for sure and and i do i will say i I don't get like preachy about the fly but it's pretty cool to catch one on a fly man yeah yeah and it's it's a completely different battle it's it's a lot more like hand to hand you don't use the reel very much yeah. Yeah. and it does feel pretty rewarding when you get in the net when you you fool a big fish on a fly rod it's a different it's a different type of uh of accomplishment yep. you know and, and yeah and the results the same right you got the big musky in the net yep uh, but just the the process is a little
2: different and for sure the process can be very good and what's cool is will and you helped develop one of the best uh, fly rods for musky fishing You're... i did i you That's know I, I
0: got really lucky and, and got to work with g loomis and steve ray yeah. jack and um you know those guys over there are top-notch you know shimano yeah yeah. all those guys the the best technology in the industry so i got really lucky again i I say that a lot but you know i got lucky and i got to work with some great people and that was quite the process
2: i mean that that was a long it was a a year yeah
0: it was a year-long process it was the second rod i designed so i knew kind of where we wanted to go but um they were just phenomenal Mm -hmm. and they just took everything i said yep and and knew that this is what i was doing all the time and this is what i wanted and the key was to make the best tool for this job and and they they let us do it and i I stand by it i'm really proud of it and uh what rod is that chris it's the g loomis imx pro m and the m stands for muskie the imx pro line is kind of their mid-range line um but yeah the the technology just with the graphites and the components and just everything into the rod is specifically designed for muskies. And the cool thing about that, it was the only rod that was built from the ground up, like oh. butt to tip yep. that was just with one thing in mind. Muskies. We oh, didn't cool. want to be like, okay, we're going to be able to musky fish and tarpon fish with this, or we're going to be able to do this yep. or that. It was like, we're making a musky rod. Cool. So that was awesome. Is that- you know, and it, and, another thing that i was saying earlier about getting people into fly fishing it's never been easier to cast a musky fly than it is right now the
1: equipment
0: rods and even the line the line is a very important part with fly fishing we've got musky specific fly lines now that are meant to cast these big giant flies i did not
2: know that and
0: do it in the way that we designed it to do it so very lucky with scientific anglers myself and blaine chocolate who's a World class musky guide also yeah. in Virginia, and um, a guy named Gabe up in Minnesota that we all got to work together huh. and make line that's for musky fishing. Yeah. So basically, what I'm telling you guys is, you can do it.
2: Yeah, you know specific right. things for it because before the before this one rod, this is the only rod of its class that's designed specifically for muskies.
0: There's musky fly. There was musky fly rods before, but they took existing rods, nice. right, and they re. re- Redid the handles on them sure. and things like that. Not, but we what we did is we built a taper that was for this task. Yeah. Okay. You know. Gotcha. So there was ones out there before, even ones that I was involved yeah. with that were good for it, but not great. But what's nice is it's just like like you said, you know, w- when you go to a golf course, you're not putting with a with a pitching wedge, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, or you're not driving with a seven iron, sure. you know you got to do the, the things that are, that, that are the right yep. tools, you know, so it's, huh. it's cool, yeah. you know, and, um, and it just makes it easier. It makes my life a lot easier sure. because the people that get in the boat can do what I want them to do easier, uh, <laughs> more efficiently. <Yeah>. Yep. Huh. <laughs> so it's, a, it's, it's been a blast. And then, you know, I mean, we could talk about this stuff forever, but the fly design too. I mean, the original flies sure. that we were throwing, you look back 10 years yeah. the flies were thrown throwing now, it's like, mind-blowing the the, the The difference so it's
2: it's cool you know it's um yeah to be at the beginning of that that's awesome
0: i imagine it's like a lot of these really cool dudes that you guys talk to about all the time you know lee at your yourself and and herbie and pete and you know all these guys that got to see progressions of you know going from pool cue rods to people throwing 10 footers now you know or right you know the lines or the reels or you could talk about it forever but but I think, Lee, you would agree, like with the equipment that we have now, it's never been easier to go and do it.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's gravy. It's, it's, it makes it so much easier. I, at the time, when I first started using a nine foot rod, which was 1999 or 2000, uh, they were salt water rods. And, and they, were, uh, they, were, they were pretty good, actually, darn rods. But uh, and now with yeah. telescoping, to be able to just put your rod in your truck or your locker is just crazy no exactly i remember one
0: of the first musky rods that i used was a stew apt if you're a fly fisherman you know that name but he's a really famous guy from down in in the florida way and uh and he's a tarpon guy Mm -hmm. so i was using a tarpon rod it was a 12 weight tarpon rod stew apps name on it there was a picture of a tarpon on it and it worked but it, it it hurt yeah you know it wasn't Perfect. It wasn't what it needed to be, yeah. so it's just like it's cool to hear about that. Like first nine foot rod, first musky rod, this and that. It's just like we're so uh, we're so very yeah. lucky in the time that we live in to, to have the tools. Mm. Uh, we just got to get some of those uh, <clears throat> hot spots like Malax and other places rolling again, so we can use these yeah, tools, no, right? For
2: sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, would be cool. Uh, well, that kind of makes you want to learn how to fly fish. Anytime I talk, I know to we them,
1: get a lot of requests. Guys say, Oh, Lee, Robbie, you got to try. You just got to go up there and try it. You know, I can and,
2: see it being pretty cool in some waters up here, especially if you located well, a fish. Yeah.
0: Even if you're not proficient with fly fishing and, and you're a musky fisherman, you already get it. Yeah. You already get what you need to do because you know how to catch muskies. Right. So you see where you need to cast, you understand what the fly needs to do. do yep.
2: Action wise. Get...
0: So the only thing that you're, you're missing is the mechanical yep. part, right? And that could hey. be. That can be picked up in a day. You know, yeah. you're already a musky angler. You've already got the mindset of musky fishing. Yeah. Right. And then you just add it, another thing. And, and I'll be honest with you. It will not, if this is how you learn how to fly, fly fish for muskies. This is how you do it. And it's foolproof. You don't bring the other stuff. You go out for a day yep. and you go musky fishing and you don't bring the rod and you have to take it as like, okay. And I know that's tough for some people because you don't get to fish every yep. day. Right. For yep. us, to be like, okay, we're gonna go take a day and do this and then yeah. and then no big deal. And then, you know, that's Monday and then Tuesday we're gonna go back and throw bucktails again. Yep. Or 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 whatever. But so I understand if somebody only gets to fish once or twice a month that they don't wanna waste a day trying to learn yep. something. But what I will say is that it will benefit you later on, sure. you know?
2: oh no, that makes sure. sense. Sure.
1: I just think of the fatigue. I just think of the fatigue. Um, of holding you know, it that I, much different and much different it's funny that you
0: use What's that term and everything because the the biggest thing when we sat down with Loomis to do this rod was they were like what do you want to do and I said the AFF okay the anti-fatigue factor mm-hmm. that's what I want mm-hmm. I want something that I can do I can fish with this rod all day long and not feel like I fished with it all day mm-hmm. long you know, and it's the same thing when you first get, you know, your, your hands on a tranks and you're like, man, I can, right, I can do this a lot do easier it. than Whatever. My old
1: Calcutta yep.
0: or, or, you know, 5,600 yep. and, uh, or rod, you know, fill in the blank or, you know, using the right line and stuff. So it, the, the fatigue thing is there and it will take you a little bit to get used to doing things in a different yeah. way, but, but not like it used to sure. be. You know, you've got a really good chance at, at, at figuring it out quicker and, and being like, this doesn't hurt at Mm -hmm. all, you know, because I can tell you, it used to hurt a lot Yep. and (laughs) your wrist, your elbow, your shoulder, you know, all that stuff, it used to hurt. And now it, it really doesn't. Sure. Huh. That's cool. Is my
1: microphone working? Yeah. Do you guys hear me? Yep. Yep. Okay. Just seemed a little weird on this end.
2: Well, I think it's time to wrap her down. Well, thanks so much for yeah. having me on, guys. Hey, Willen, that was fun. We learned some things. It was, That's cool. I can't see you guys, but I know you know his screen's not working, <laughs> but <laughs> he's just looking off into the black screen. But dang, Technology. that was cool. Guys, we encourage you all to get out with uh, Chris Willen this year. You won't forget it. Just awesome yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get out with him as well. You, Lee, I'm sure you are too
1: oh man i'm just yeah i'm always chomping at the bit for a river trip with chris uh no doubt and each time it's just been there's been something memorable every trip we've taken pretty much um yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to throwing some surface space again for him. man that follow you had robbie uh, uh, last summer on the chopper xl that was unbelievable beast
2: yeah got some
0: unfinished business on that so no doubt
2: no doubt <laughs> well guys thank you so much for watching uh you can stream this on podbean spotify or apple uh yeah check out chris Willens guide service anything else chris instagram whatever
0: cw guide on instagram check that out um that's it guys hope everybody's staying safe yep. and uh we're i know in the Northwoods we're uh, past the hundred day mark, so we're less than hundred days. Ah, yes, and the southern <laughs> range, I think you guys are somewhere in the low sixties, yep. high fifty days. It's coming, we're in there. It's
2: coming. I'm pumped. I'm excited. We're getting there, guys. Yep, we're getting there. <laughs> Alrighty, see you guys. Thanks for watching. See you on the next one.